Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Honey, I Covered the Spread. We have two weekends left of football, Foley, and the season is coming to an end. It is so sad, but let's just enjoy it while it lasts, right? How you doing? <laughs> Good. Uh, coming off the, the best week of football I think we've probably ever experienced, right? Is that blown out of proportion, or would you agree with I, that? I don't think that's blown No, I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was nervous because the first game was obviously uh, Cincy, Tennessee, and I was big on Tennessee. And it, really, that game did not go at all how I expected. So I, it was just one of those moments where you're like, fuck, this is going to be a long weekend. And uh, luckily pulled it together, though. Um, and how did you do overall betting-wise on the weekend? Uh, I did pretty good. Uh, longest completions went 7-1. and one, So, you know, that's always a plus when you take all of those besides the one that lost. So I did go 7-0 and oh there. Uh I had some fun betting some some first rush props over unders and all that. I think I went like four and two on those. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did pretty good. I, I still don't think I've hit a same game parlay for the NFL, which sucks. But um, yeah, just having fun with some of these props, dude. Long receptions are fucking awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, so I did pretty good. Um, the the Packers let me down big time. That was my lock of the week. And yeah, see, that was the only game I actually was not able to watch. I was out to dinner. Um, I was on San Fran and at halftime uh, I watched some like Twitter, like, I don't know how, how many, like, like, because, especially cause it's legalized now everywhere. There's so many goddamn like Twitter shows at halftime. And I don't know if you've seen any of them. Yeah. I follow some of the, I follow some of the accounts on the uh, honey. I covered the spread. Basically, everyone like it's like pretty much like me and you. We have this podcast, and then at halftime, we would like boot up and kind of talk about second half lines. Um, they got sponsors and shit, though. They got they're, they're a little bit more into it. And uh, one of them was talking, and like the guy swore he was like, San Fran's got him right where he, they want him. And I was like, All right, so I took him live money line, San Fran as well, like plus like 260. Uh, so I didn't even know there was a block punt involved. I just happened to turn it on when it was tied and they win. And I'm like, I thought I was about to start bragging to people like, oh, I'm a genius. And then I happened to check like how they scored. And I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> block punt. Um, but that's Green Bay. We knew that about them, right? Like they're, they had the worst special teams unit in the league. Yeah, it, it was so weird. At the end of the first half, Green Bay gets the ball back on like their own eight or something. Rodgers like breaks the pocket and has Aaron Jones wide open down the sideline. Hits him, not mm-hmm. in stride, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, it was one of those, he was so open that you just kind of got to get him the ball and you figure he's probably going to score. He did such a weird thing where, like, he he slowed down and ran towards the safety, and then he, he got tackled at, like, the 12 or something, and then Macy Crosby got his field goal block. But it was – you would have put your money on Aaron Jones scoring there. I, I don't see him get caught many, many a times from behind. It was, it was weird what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it was an ugly game. And yeah, that special teams unit is something special. I mean, that was, that was the easiest, I think, block punt I've ever seen. They just came right down Main Street. And yeah, yeah. What a waste, what a waste of, of LaFleur, of Rodgers. I mean, that's just one Super Bowl. So actually it's two, right, since uh, 1991 now with, with Favre and, and Rodgers in, in 30 years. I mean, what a waste of fucking talent for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually watching the man in the arena, the Tom Brady thing, uh, the last few nights. Uh, have you watched that yet? No, I haven't. Um, I never realized, and quick side note, that I think Brett Favre's Super Bowl was a little bit fluky. Um, I don't even know who he played. Right. They, they, they went over it, and it, something happened in the game. It wasn't a flick. They, they got there, and you know they won the game. But something happened in the game that uh, really went his way. I'm going to have to pull up the, uh, the exact game. But, yeah, I guess let's talk about Rodgers. Um, this has now become a thing. Uh, it, I'm not a fan of him, so I was rooting against him. But unfortunately for him now, this is a thing. Like this, this is now he's going to be known as the guy who just can't, couldn't get it done when it mattered. Uh, someone broke down his uh, game tape, and uh, they they did the you know the diagrams now where it shows pretty much the above field view. It's animated, and they have the numbers as circles, mm-hmm. and they show. Yeah. The routes are unbelievable, and they have the. He basically has, has an issue. Uh, they, someone broke it down where when it comes to playoff time, dude, he he holds the ball way too long. He, he plays hero ball. He's afraid to try to throw it to tight windows. And basically what he did against San Fran was he refused to throw to anyone but uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that one broken play, which I think you're talking about uh, Aaron Jones down the sideline, um, that got him into field goal range. Without that, the offense did nothing really after the first drive. Um, after the first drive, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Uh, there was one really big third down play where he threw it deep to double coverage, deep into double coverage against Adams, and he had Lazard wide open, like 10 yards past the first down marker across the field. And, you know, this is a thing now with him. And he's the type of guy where last time they lost to San Fran, he made excuses about it, right? He was like, we got to get yeah. an arc, all this shit. It's all going viral. Now he's talking about how he's right after the game, he's like already talking about leaving. And you know what, man? If I'm on that team, it's just like, get out of here. Like, it's... Maybe it's a little bit living too much in the moment, but he just, he is so unlikable to me. And you know what? He doesn't show up when it, when it counts. Uh, I'm going to buy him with the narrative. I think ring culture sucks. I think sometimes it gets a little bit too much, but tell you what, man, it, this guy just seems to not be himself in the playoffs. And on the other hand, when we're watching a guy like Mahomes, it's almost like he elevates his game and you could see it as clear as day. Maybe the losses aren't Rogers fault, but he's not elevating at all in these situations. Uh, do you disagree with that? I, I would well. I would definitely say this year, yeah, did not elevate at all. I mean, he looked awful. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you for the most part on all of that. I mean, uh, everybody wants to talk about rings and whatnot, and it's it's unfair probably for the most part. But still, for the quote unquote proverbial best quarterback, most talented quarterback ever, right? One of the mm-hmm. best to ever play the game. One Super Bowl. I mean, with with home field advantage and like half of those in a first round bye. I mean, it's you, you got to show up. You got to get something done. So yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, you can't lose that game Saturday. I don't care about the special teams. He didn't throw a single touchdown. It was it was horrible. Even after the, they tied the game, he went three and out. I think he went lost a yard. And it's just like, you got, come on, you gotta. But 
that's um unfortunately for him right now. He has some years left, uh, but he's got to get some. He's got to do something here moving yeah. forward because yeah. I, I, I also my, just hate not not to get political, but I hate how everyone just ripping him because of his like vaccine or, or whatever stance. Uh, uh, so funny. Uh, and you see what he said? He was like, people were just watching just to watch me. Yeah, I like, really, they were. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not because of like because I I've I've disliked him for a while. Um, yeah. And let's let's be honest. There's a lot of crazy people out there who who probably are rooting against him. But I mean, the way he went about that whole thing, I mean it. it he was asking for enemies. Like the PR side of it was just so bad. Uh, I, I'm assuming he doesn't have a PR guy, considering he was going on McAfee's show and shit. Like, uh, yeah. Um, and he does things the way he wants, which you got to give him credit for. But he can't turn around and be like, "Oh, people hate me for no reason." It's like, dude, like, you know how people react to things, and you didn't. You know, you could have went about it a better way, where you don't have to necessarily like succumb to the like to what people want, but just don't like. I'd go against the green so hard and like the whole lying thing about it. Like he just, I don't know, man. And he was doing such a good job of like fixing his image. Right. Cause yeah. he was very, he was very disliked. Uh, his teammates said he sucked. He's cocky. He's arrogant. Um, his brother goes on the bachelor and says that basically cut off the entire family. And then Rogers never really spoke up. Then all of a sudden he started being more, um, having more humor in the press conferences. He did the jeopardy thing. Um, more social media presence, and it felt like he was like, all right. right. He's kind of down, and then unfortunately for him, this whole this shit show, and now this is going to, like you said, people are crazy. They're going to they're gonna root against him forever now just because of this. So, you yeah. know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, he's not, he's not coming back to Green Bay, right, in your mind? I, so Denver is going hard after him. And, I mean, he looks like a guy who – would live in Denver right now. And I think I, they, did they you think hire he goes, the Packers? Yeah, they, they, they just hired uh, Nathaniel Hackett. You yeah, think so he goes through a division with Mahomes and Herbert already in it? I mean, Josh McDaniels is looking to do it. Fair. Which, I, but I agree with you. I, I don't know why these guys are rushing over there. But Denver's team is solid and they have great weapons. And I think wherever Rodgers goes, Adams is going to also go. So I think... Um, there's going to be some deal there where if they have to trade away um, Judy and whatnot to make the Adams stuff work, I think they bring in Adams and Rogers wherever he goes. And, um, but to your point, right. Is his situation in Denver way better than green Bay? No, no. Um, you know, he complains about not getting ass, uh, the weapons, but I think he has enough, man. Enough he, to throw a touchdown pass. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. But anyway, anyway. Right, so the Niners are moving yeah. on. Um, the other NFC game was Tampa and the Rams, which was a stinker for like probably two and a half quarters. And then, oh, my goodness, Tom Brady mm. woke up. Mm. Uh, I had the Rams. Uh, did you have a side in that one? Um, the over, right? No, no. I had I had the Rams money line, and then I parlayed it with something that didn't hit. It was stupid. I did have the Rams money line. It was stupid. Yeah, I, I had the plus three, and my God, it was a it was a sweat at the end. I couldn't believe it. I got acres, just no ball security, and for McDevitt on Twitter, where it was just like he completely just tucked his tail between his legs and was like, "Please, like staring at the clock, like please, 
the first down, and it was all the first down runs where I think he ran the ball 15 times on first down for like 24 yards. And one of the rushes was a nine yard carry. So that meant every other rush was for a yard setting up second and long where he would then have a, a passing play. And, you know, Stafford isn't a guy who you can just like put in bad situations still. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's still a guy you want to, you know, put him in good situations because you don't want him to turn the ball over. You could tell he's clearly scared of him throwing the ball with a lead. I mean, that much was obvious. Um, and, you know, moving forward, we're going to have to, we're going to have to see how he, how he, you know, goes about this. Cause Kyle Shanahan, we talked about, he's very similar. So it's really, whoever gets a lead this week, it's almost like take the, take whoever's behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I was looking at fucking Tampa Bay at one point was like plus 16 and a half. I'm like, how do I not take that? And I did it because of the Rams money line, which really didn't make a ton of sense anyway, but <laughs> yeah, both of them, I mean, it's so weird. They just, I mean, that fumble by Cooper Cup really did not help. That was a first down throw, one of the few first round throws that they had. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was six or seven yards easy, but that fumble, I think, really, well, yeah, I would say that fumble really killed them. But was there five fumbles or four? Uh, so Akers fumbled twice, Cooper fumbled once, snapped over Stafford's head. Snapped. So that's four. Four. Sheesh. I got that gear, and then Ramsey got fucking burnt by Evans. I mean, that game really shouldn't have been close at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was it was a good game. I mean, and and for all that, for Stafford to to make that those two throws to Cup was unbelievable on that last drive. So give him credit there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that that game was pretty much going how I thought. Uh, Bucks missing worse. Jensen was banged up. Rams D line just dominated. Didn't let Brady get comfortable, and then eventually they kind of sat back a little bit. And and the the Bucks took so long to run that hurry up, man. Uh, I think Collinsworth and, and now Michaels had the game, and and they were bringing it up for a team like Tampa that likes to do this quick passing. It was weird how they didn't do the hurry up right away to keep all of the Rams big guys, you know, like tired and shit. It, it was a little weird to me, but uh, Brady got cryptic as well in, in the in the post game and all that. You think he's done? No, but I mean, I, I didn't think any chance, but. The way he kind of worded it, it did make sense. Um, you know, I don't think you could give a, a true answer at that point, right? I, especially when he starts talking about like his wife and kids, and you start to realize like that real life aspect yeah. of like, you know what I mean? A whole off season of your wife just being like, I really don't want you to do this anymore. Um, so, you know, when he kind of put it into perspective with the whole personal life thing, I, it really, for some reason, I was like, oh shit, he might actually do this. Uh, whereas if he didn't mention that, I would be like, no, he's definitely coming back. Do you think it was a little weird how? It was the big narrative was they have no weapons for him when he has Mike Evans and Gronk still out there. Like it just felt like he gets a very quick uh, ch- trigger on the that he has no help type of thing. I know the O line was banged up, obviously, but like they were making it seem like he was fighting an uphill battle, like he was out there with the Detroit Lions trying to score points. Yeah, I think that just comes with the territory with it being Brady, right? I, I guess it was just like that was a little bit like going into the game. It was very much like, I don't know how he's going to do this. It's like, dude, like he, you still got one of the probably a, a Hall of Fame wide receiver and a Hall of Fame tight end out there. And then Fournette was back in the healthy. So I just thought it was interesting. But yeah. 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 I mean, for a quarterback that threw for 5,300 yards this year, I mean, right. no weapons seems like a bit of a stretch. But yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> right, right. And um, we'll see because Byron Leftwich, right? He's in Jacksonville now. Uh, Chris Godwin's probably gone. Uh, Gronk could very well retire. So, um, 
we'll see. Is it uh, Lefkowitz definitely went to Jacksonville? He's under contract. I thought so. Is that premature? I didn't think I saw that you could. I might have missed it. Leftwich. I could have swore he was. I saw that he was pretty much gone. Byron Leftwich could leave. Okay, no, nothing yet. Um, basically, it sounds like Jackson. There was a report that they were going to go with him, and then I think they kind of backed off it. Um, so now they're talking about if they wait too long, they could get burnt on it. I don't think him leaving though affects anything Brady wise. You could filter in whoever you wanted. Oh, OC. Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. But yeah, on to the uh, quickly. I, I guess I want to talk. I, I want to talk Cincy, Tennessee, quick because I really just want to talk about Burrow. Um, Go for it. I don't think I, I, somehow he's in the AFC Championship game. He's cool, Joe Shiesty. All this shit. It's all funny and it's cool. I still think he's not getting enough credit for what he's done at all with that team. That that, that whole team in general. I mean, no O line. He's getting hit play after play after play, and like he just gets up, dusts it off, and then will drop a dime the next play. Uh, I don't know many quarterbacks who would go drafted into that situation and have them where they are right now. I really don't think he gets enough credit because, uh, like I said, it's a league where you make, you try to make excuses for everyone. And he almost like has just, he has a ton of weapons, no doubt, but you know, I don't think his, his head coach is the best and his O-line definitely isn't good. So I think um, he just deserves a little bit more credit. Uh, do you still feel like he's a little bit underrated or? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think, I don't think there's any quarterback in the, uh, well, let's say the first two years, right? This is the second year that would have mm-hmm. the, team, the Bengals where they are right now, uh, besides him. So let's, let's give him that. I mean, there's no way he's comeback player of the year still that <laughs> has that locked up, but I think he's a little underrated. Um, I, it was, <laughs> I mean, Tannehill sucks, but it was, uh, it was impressive getting sacked nine fucking times on the, in your first road playoff game and still coming out with the win. I mean, and he made some big time throws. So yeah, I think a little uh, underrated here. Yeah. I just, I just think it's so impressive. Like I was thinking about it the other day when I was going through the games and I was like, I cannot believe the Bengals are in this situation. Like how many wins they have last year? Four, four. Uh, it's, it's incredible. And you know, the Titans were the one seed and you know, you're getting Derrick Henry back and they have, they have those weapons. And I'll tell you what, the defense for the Bengals is playing well. And, I mean, he's playing great, Burrow. Uh, and, and la- yes, last week was they couldn't even get Mixon going, really. So even when the running game's not working, he's putting the, the offense on his shoulders. And, once again, a guy like Tannehill, who I think people would have in the top echelon, top, you know, half of the league in quarterbacks, he can't. He clearly can't do that without a run game. So uh, it'll be interesting watching him going forward. I, I, I think he just deserves a ton of credit because he could have easily taken the easy way out and just been like, my own line sucks, this franchise stinks, uh, you know, let's let's wait until we get some more um, guys up front. But he's, you know, division divisional champ, and now um, has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And I think they have a fighting chance. Um, yeah, I think they do. So, and then finally, the last game. <laughs> I don't even know how do you want to go about that last game. Uh, I don't even know. Should we just like <laughs> just, just play like the the highlights? I don't even know. I mean, what, what a spectacular game of football, really. Who who do you have in that one? Um. Oh, all I needed, all I needed was either a Stefan Diggs or a Dawson Knox touchdown. Mm. And this was at like, this was at the start of the third quarter. I hit everything else already in two separate parlays. So I just need one of them to hit one, and Gabe, Gabe Davis, God bless him. 
Um, so I, I didn't have a side there. Um, I was on the over with you, so that was well, that was pretty easy actually. But it like well, wasn't, but it's one of those final scores where where it, if Bengals opt on two that one drive, it doesn't go over, you know. So like yeah. to your point, it was a sweat, right? <laughs> like the final score doesn't show how much we were sweating that over. Well, it was yeah, it was a sweat to fifty five, and then the, the point total ended at seventy two. So something, yeah. something happened yeah. in between those the minute forty seven. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it was just spectacular. Uh, shout out to uh, Josh. I mean, what what a fucking what a player he is. Uh, Gabe Davis showed up. Dawson Knox and Stefan Diggs were missing in action, but um, and then on the other side of the coin, uh, Mahomes is is ridiculous. Both those defenses looked fucking awful, but the Bills were the number one in the league, so that is a little more surprising, I'd say. But to, to you, you said it before. I think I've said it before. It does seem like the Chiefs get a little bit bored in the regular season, but man, when they're when they're firing on all cylinders, it, it is fun to watch. Yeah, they're they're on a different level right now. And um, I was on Chiefs in the over. Uh, it was wild. Obviously, the the biggest play was the with the thirteen seconds. Um, you know, we both agree, everyone agrees now that you don't kick it to the end zone. You make them return it. However, with 13 seconds, I do understand where you're just like, why are we giving them an extra chance to score? Like, you know what I mean? 13 seconds. I think the biggest issue I had over everything was the first play was how they defended that. Um, just giving them the ball pretty much at what the 45, like they gave them a free 17 yards on, you know, four seconds. Uh, then ultimately you could tell they panicked and then played some weird zone coverage. Kelsey, I'm sure you've seen the clip now. He goes, I'm, I'm not running that route. I'm just running to space. And they got it done. Um, overtime, we got to talk about the overtime rules. Uh, me and you aren't going to have the answer to it, but clearly the coin toss uh, shouldn't decide who wins. Although, you know, so what? You give Josh Allen the chance, right? He scores a touchdown. Then what? Kansas City gets the ball back and they score a touchdown and win? It's kind of like. It, it was really going to be whoever. So, you know, it's um great game. Uh, Gabe Davis, they're, they're set moving forward. I mean, he's yeah. going to fill in for Sanders. Uh, they have McKenzie, who's a very good role, uh, very good slot receiver. He's going to fill in for Beasley. They're set. It's just as long as they can replace Dable with someone who can pretty much just do something similar, they'll, they'll be all right. But you got to feel for the fans. The videos of them reacting to that touchdown with 13 seconds left was unbelievable. Yeah, you do have to feel for them. Uh it's just, it's just such bad defense. It's, it's like forcing them in the middle of the field, but they had all three timeouts. It's like, like what, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They were like, the guard in the sideline is what made no sense. You're 100% right. I mean, that was, that was just entirely – they did that in 10 seconds. So they went from the 25-yard line to the – it was a 49-yard field goal, so what is that, 32. So they went yeah. almost fucking – what is that, 44? 47 yards in, in 10 seconds. Cause there's still three seconds left when they kick the field. goal. I mean, that, that can't happen. No. <laughs> and you're the number one ranked defense in the league. That, that can't happen. Crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And, um, you know, I'll tell you what though, man, I, I think Tyree kill has gotten faster. <laughs> like, like, Bro. That, <laughs> the way he was moving on the pump return specifically is I was more impressed with the pump return over the touchdown. Uh, Incredible. Uh, I, I am so excited. Like, I, I hope they repeat. A lot of people are rooting against them. But, um, I mean, they are so much fun to watch. And Kelsey and Hill are getting older. So, I, I would like to see them win another one before they get too old. Yeah. 
Mahomes hit his longest completion on that that touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. That was so he hit it with a minute left in the game. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Unbelievable. Listen, they're not all. They're not all easy. They all eventually. No. Hit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> well, because Josh Allen hit his with that Gabe Davis touchdown. I think that was was that in the third or the start of the fourth? That long one. Um. So that wasn't easy. And then I mean, yeah. Yeah, McCole Hardman hit his longest reception in overtime. So I mean, they're not all easy, but they all eventually get done. But yeah, Tyreek Hill is so fast. I would love to see him and Debo just run. I don't know where, but just yeah. run. Yeah. But all right, let's let's get on to. I guess we'll go quickly through these matchups. Uh, only two games here, so we'll break it down. We'll start with Cincy at Kansas City. It's the three o'clock game, looking like forty degree weather, five mile per hour wind, so not too shabby. Uh, a little note for you: the refing, the officiating crew assigned to this game has called the least amount of DPIs this year, and I believe flags as a whole on the defense have been uh, on the lower end as far as a, a unit goes. And um, we got a total of forty or fifty-four and a half. And right now, Kansas City's laying seven. It opened six and a half, quickly got gobbled up to seven, and now it's kind of been sitting at seven here. So, um, what are your thoughts here on this one? I like the under. I hate to be this guy. I really do. But just looking at some of the stats, the Bengals in away games are averaging 44.7 points. Um, so obviously that, that's lower than the under. Um, they've gone over the total twice in eight row games this year. So that's two and six. I mean, it, you could see – you could see – I mean, think about the, the, the Bills and, and the Chiefs game. As we were saying, we're sweating that over in the fourth, and then all those big plays happen. If that doesn't happen, we might not even hit that. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning – actually, I am, I'm taking the under here. Um, I am taking it. I, I just don't see – I see Cincy maybe trying to establish the run a little bit with Mix, and they, they, they tried it against Tennessee, but Tennessee, God bless them, they got some dogs on that defense. Uh, couldn't get anything going, and Burrow got sacked nine times. They're not going to want Burrow to get sacked nine times again, so I think they're going to try to establish the run a little bit more. Uh, force Casey to just really march down that field slowly, and so I like the under here. Um, both teams seem like they I – I just don't think they have 55 points in them. Yeah, I, I think uh, you're right. I See, it's tough because – after watching how, how we had to sweat that over last week, you just realize how hard it is to get to that point total, the mid-50s. Uh, all it takes is one long possession like Kansas City had to start the second half where you're just like, oh, my God, uh, it feels like it's over. Uh, however, both these teams obviously have huge big playability. Um, the way I'm viewing this game is I, I think since he's going to try to get the ball out quick and um, attempt to run the ball early. The issue is Kansas City, uh, this rookie, Nick Bolton, uh, has taken their rush defense to a whole new level. And I don't expect Mixon to have much success. They didn't have any against Tennessee. I don't expect them to have, expect them to have success now. Um, and also, last week, although Josh Allen was unbelievable and basically was prime Cam Newton, they got a lot of pressure off the edges with um, Jones and uh, Ingram. And Burroughs cannot move the way Allen can move. So... I get nervous with the over, uh, like I said, although I do expect them to be able to hopefully move the ball and, and the Chiefs should score at will. 
However, to your point, the Bengals, they like to play. They don't let up big plays, really. They like to really make you play underneath and work your way down the field. Uh, Kansas City has learned how to do that now. So I don't expect they get stopped, but it might take them longer to score, to your point. So I, I am torn on that. I, I really, you know, it opened at 51, and now it's up to 54 and a half. I don't think I can take it at this point, the over. Uh, however, I'm not rushing to take an under with this game because I think we could very easily see a repeat of last week. Um, with that all being said, I have a few props I like. First off, I took Kelsey over 75 and a half receiving yards. It's still at that. Um, since he struggles against tight ends they have all year. For Kelsey, only had two catches, but that was his first week off the COVID list. And I think that's why the line opened a little bit lower. Uh, so he was at 75 and a half, took that over. I took Uzuma over under 36 and a half. Um, his, his line was a little bit inflated over the last two weeks. They've been getting him involved more. I, I just don't think, um, that's sustainable. I think that was just happened to be a, a kind of a couple one-off situations. And then I took a few more here. I took Mixon under 59 and a half rushing yards. Uh, like I said earlier, Kansas City, Kansas City's rush D has been fant- fantastic, uh, the later part of this year due to the emergence of that rookie linebacker. And I think, um, the game script, Kansas City should have the lead. I don't know if Cincy can rely on the run for too long. They might try to early, but eventually say, hey, we got to put this on Burrow's shoulder. I just don't think he gets uh, enough attempts. Um, and I believe that is it. That's the field I'm looking at. Um, oh, one more. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, under 42 and a half rushing yards. Oh, uh, you're not buying the yeah. hype. No, I just think um, – little bit too high he had 60 last week but he had a few big big runs last week and uh i think he's split yeah split time (laughs) with um mckinnon still and i I don't think uh you can run on the Bengals day like you can on buffalo which is their biggest weakness so um that is where i am at i think that's it for now i will tweet out anything i add uh i am looking at uh boyd under uh four receptions i I took it last week in a hit he's only been averaging like a five targets a game. Uh, so for a reception total of four, you know, you're asking pretty much to, to catch 80% of his passes just to push. So uh, that's another one I'll be looking at, but I, the game script scares me with that one. Like I said, I think they're gonna be behind and throwing a lot more. So I'm not rushing to do that just yet. I respect that. I'm going Mahomes and Burrow. I'm, I'm hitting as long as completion until it stops. So Burrow's at 39 and a half. Mahomes at 37 and a half. I'll be on those. And then, um, I also like uh, – what else did I like? Oh, I, I also like Tyreek Hill over 24.5 large reception. Okay. Seems, seems a little low, but okay. it's really all about the completions. Uh, so that's what I'm on right now, under, and then let me take all over them props, so hopefully one of them hits. Debating going back to the well with the under one – and a half shortest touchdown. Uh, kind of a low key fun one. Yeah, see, there's a lot of fun ones, right? That yeah. I mean, I hit. Oh, I hit Aaron Jones' longest rush. I mean, the first rush ones are the best because you just get it right out of the way. Right, right. See, I don't have those. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm looking at. As far as side and total, like I said, I, I'm leaning over. Um, you're you like the under? You're on the under. And then for a side ban, I'm going to try to find some way to just get Kansas City money line into something. Uh, I think they win. I don't know if they cover seven because, you know, you lay seven and they're up 10 with, you know, three, four minutes left and you're not feeling good. It feels like Bengals slide in the back door. 
Um, don't trust that Kansas City D in those situations. So I'm hesitant to lay seven, but um, we'll see. As, as we get closer, we'll start figuring some things out. Big prop game once again. Yeah, it's a good prop game, right? I mean, really didn't matter who came out of the Chiefs. Um, Bills game, it was more about who came out of that Bengals Titans game for the prop game. So mm-hmm. I think we mm-hmm. I think we got lucky there. But yeah, it's, it's a good prop game. Should be hopefully not high scoring, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. And then on to the second game, we got uh San Fran catching three and a half, total of 45 and a half. And um, they're playing for the third time this year. San Fran has taken the first two matchups, and I'm leaning San Fran with a three and a half, man. I uh you know, call me call me square, but square. And I think um, it's a home game, just like it was uh, last time. They're in L.A. And um, that's the way I'm leaning. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, you know, I lean, I lean San Fran as well. Doesn't seem – I will say, though, I feel like it's very hard to beat a team three times in a season. I have no mm-hmm. stat to back that up. I think people just say that. Yeah. Um, the Rams were – I mean, the Rams were – Weren't they kicking their ass earlier? And then the Niners came back from like 17 points or something? Yeah, Garoppolo started like slinging it, dude, like successfully too. Right. Nice, sorry. Um, so, yeah, this is a tough game to read, isn't it? I mean, I think I would actually lean the over as well. What do you think about the total? Uh, I, both these teams now are now like run first. I mean, obviously San Fran always was, but um, the Rams are now run first. They weren't last week because they had to take advantage of the Bucks uh, secondary, but this week I think they go back to the run, man. Um, I'm on acres over yards. I think he's just, he looks good uh, besides the fucking fumbling problem. But um, I just think both backs, uh, including Debo, just get a ton of carries, man. And it's kind of going to be like, who can go ahead first and make the other one, go into a pass first type of uh game state. And I don't even think that's the worst thing in the world. Like we talked about to open up. It's um, I think there's something to the Shanahan versus McVay thing, no matter what McVay says, man, like if me and you played something, if me and you played a game and every time you were just beating me, it just seemed to edge me out. It's eventually your, your confidence is going to wane a little bit. So, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, it's tough. It's, it's such a tough game. I, uh, I also like Garoppolo under pass yards. I just, I took it last week in Green Bay. I just don't think that he's going to be asked to throw the ball that much. Uh, I think it's a close game, and maybe the game script can go later than uh, normal because I think once once the Rams go up, you know, do they put on they they put the the stoplight on for Stafford and try to run the ball out, and then all of a sudden it stays within a one possession game, two possession. This game doesn't have blowout feel to me by any means. So um, I like the Garoppolo under. I like Acres over. And uh, that's all I am on personally right now for this game. But I, uh, as far as the side, I'm leading San Fran, but nothing locked in yet as far as side or total. Uh, it's just we'll see. I want to see how how the lines move Sunday. See see where that big money's coming in on. Uh, tough game, but I would lean San Fran. San Fran, I would lean San Fran and over. I mean, it's just such a low total. Yeah, Rams are five and eight against the spread this year when favored by three and a half or more. Um, they put up twenty seven a game. So, I mean, San Fran's averaging 25 a game. So, I mean, that's right there with that that over under. Mm-hmm. It's it just, I would I would lean San Fran in the over. Yeah. But this feels like, I think I bet against San Fran both times they play the Rams. I think it was on the Rams both times. So, I know if I bet San Fran, the Rams are going to win. So, Rams fans, let me know if you want me to bet them. 
Rams fans. <laughs> um, uh, I will say I'm a bit of a San Fran whisperer. I don't know how it happened, but overnight uh, I went from it went from a team I could not get a read on to I think I've hit the last like five or six times I bet on them. Uh, my new my new uh, white buffalo that I cannot seem to figure out is Arizona. I fucking hate them. But uh, you think yeah. you think McVeigh and Shanahan are watching game tape and just being like, all right. Game plan here is let the other guy get the lead. <laughs> let them shit their pants first. We clearly don't know what to do with the lead. So if it's above two possessions, then we'll get going. Crazy. It feels like what quarterback's gonna gonna fuck up, right? Mm-hmm. But I think to that point, I think Stafford will be asked to do more than Jimmy G. So yeah, it would be yeah. more boom or bust there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it could be a fun game. No, uh, I, any props you like? Not really right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't take a ton when they played the Rams either. I couldn't really – I mean, when they played the uh, – when the Rams played the Bucs, um, I didn't take a ton with, with Green Bay and, and I because I can't really bet unders and props. I don't have fun with it, mm-hmm. um, even though I like some of them sometimes. Uh, but mm-hmm. I can't do it because I don't really have a lot of fun with it. So – yeah, the Niners are tough for me. Debo with his receiving rushing always fucks me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I can't take Jimmy G longest completion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs> I can't do it. Maybe I'll take Stafford. I think he's at like 38. I'll take Stafford longest completion. I'm not doing Jimmy G. It's fair. That is fair. I, uh, and I will thir- take, actually, I will add this. I'll take Elijah Mitchell's under three and a half first rush. And I will take Akers over. I'm going to say that right okay. now. Okay. I got to try to find those. The, and, the over um, is always so juiced. It's like plus 120, plus 130 hmm. for the most part. I'm going to give out a first touchdown score. I'm going with Higby. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, he uh, last week was targeted a good amount. I, I thought it was going to be Van Jefferson as kind of that third weapon, uh, but it was uh, Higby over him. So um, I, like I, could, I, like that. I could see Higby uh, slide in that end zone first TD there. All right, I'm going to take – so I'll give us one for the earlier game. I'm going to take Pringle. Pringle's going to get Pringle? that first touchdown, yep. Okay. Kansas City games are so hard to do that. Doesn't so <laughs> it feel so fucking hard? I'm always looking at yeah, it. And then, like, and then Kelsey's oh, like, wow, why did I think of that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> why the fuck did I take Nicole Hartman? <laughs> I, I, we still don't even know who, like, why we're receiver two in that team. I thought it was Pringle, then I was like, hey, maybe it's Hartman. And then I'm like, yeah, maybe Yeah, they just. They just go back and forth. And then you got Robinson there. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, McKinnon uh, at the backfield is nice for them, though. It's a nice little piece. Yeah. They he, added out of yeah. Nowhere. Agreed. Agreed. He's so, got some um, life lessons in those legs. Yeah. All right, man. Um, I think that's all we got. Uh, no big, we had some hires, but nothing crazy. Um, just some GMs, some coaches that, uh, where did the Colts DC just go? Ecker fell on whatever his name was. Uh, the Bears. The Bears. Um, don't know much about that. Uh, our boy DQ is staying home in Dallas. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I love that move. Nobody wants you. So you turn around and you say, I'm not interested in any of these jobs. Classic, classic move. 
Oh, Sean Payton. Uh, oh, yeah. Shit. I, I texted you when that dropped that we could pencil him in for the next Cowboys coach. And I think like that's become a very mainstream mainstream uh, take now. I saw like part yeah, of my take very, about it. Yeah, it's a very popular take. But yeah, we're talking um, about um, like get up and uh, first take. Too. Yeah, so I mean. I, oh, I Big Ben. Gonna... Big Ben retired. Oh, uh, yeah, that was that announcement was strange to me. I thought like we I don't even know. I didn't know he had to like double announce it. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? Like I thought like we knew that. And then it, I guess it, you have to officially like put in your paperwork or something. Is that yeah, what happened? I guess. I, don't, I have no idea. Right, it's all right, dude. We fucking get it. Like, well, he kept saying throughout the season, like, yeah, I might retire. I was like, dude, you're gonna retire. Like, yeah, this is it. Hang him up. If Brady doesn't get a fucking farewell tour, I don't want any more farewell tours. Farewell tours, Uh, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he did almost get divorced a couple years back because of football. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. if he's saying with his wife, with Giselle and and the kids, I mean, you know, you never know. He could hang him up. I think it would be very Brady-like to not do a little, uh, little retirement tour. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, check out Man in the Mirror, though. I've liked it so far through four episodes. All right, all right. I'm on a little Ozark right now, but I will. Oh, uh... uh, I got to. Uh, I got to start that. I don't want. I haven't watched that at all. I started it like when it first came out, I made it like halfway through the first season. I was like, this is so boring. And then you know what happens. All of a sudden you hear like two years later how it's like the best show ever. And you're like, fuck. Like, yeah, I, I, I just, I bailed too early. Um, I have a hard time sticking with shows, dude. I tried, we, we started watching uh, Yellowstone and my God, have you watched that yet? No. Holy shit, dude. It, it looks episode, so boring. <laughs> dude, the first episode's an hour and a half and we're 15 minutes in and I'm nothing is happening. I'm just like, it's just like a, a hick family in Montana that's got like, like just pretty much owns land and bison. And I'm just like, this is fucking boring. Uh, so, but once again, I hear how great it is. Um, do you watch Succession? Because that's another one that seems so no, boring. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't watched that either. Those like suit and tie shows are not for me usually. Yeah, I don't really like them either. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see. So Ozark, I'll have to do Ozark. Uh, you still watch Westworld? Peacemaker, uh, Westworld. Yeah. Well, they're done with that show, right? The first season was was by far the best. Gotcha. I'm close. It falls off after that. I wouldn't probably even watch second or third. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> just be, just be it. Uh, just being truthful there. Peacemaker's pretty funny so far. That's on HBO. Um, I don't know if you saw su- the newer Suicide Squad, but it's John Cena's character from there. It's pretty funny. John Cena's in Suicide Squad? Yeah. They, oh. they remade it. James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy, did it. Right, right. Uh, very funny character. The movie's pretty good, too, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, so they just he's just doing TV shows now for them. <laughs> gotcha. I... I um, I hate John Cena, which is so funny because I grew up loving him as a wrestler. I hate him as an actor. Um, I find his humor very like forced and cringe. Uh, yeah, I don't know but, if you'll um, find it in this because James Gunn's such okay. a good writer. Like I, okay, I agree with you though. Sometimes it is actually I, I kind of even like him as an actor though. I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, his his face is just so like fucking yeah yeah botoxy and freaks me out. Um, <laughs> but um, all the scar tissue and CTE. But uh, all right, I'll check that. I've heard I heard it is funny, um, and I do like that guy Gun. 
because I liked Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, you watched the Sean Payton show yet? No, did it come out yet? I think so, no. With Kevin James? Did it not come out? Um, How funny would it have been if they, had, they did a fake press conference and he walked up and said that he was the next head coach? I don't know what this movie's called. Like what? <laughs> This Friday. Oh, it comes out tomorrow. Oh. What is it called? Uh, Kevin James looks good ball, too. Damn. Um, it's a good question. I can't believe Kevin James is playing Sean Payton. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't say it in this trailer what it's fucking called. I can't even find it on IMDb. Where is it? Home team? That's what it's called? The home team? Oh, that's so bad. That is yeah, what it's called. <laughs> home team. The home team movie? <laughs> Dude, until someone sends me like a fucking video of them actually watching this in like a movie theater, I'm not going to think this is real. Just refuse that it's real. Refuse to believe it. You said that the Kurt Warner one was actually deep. Yeah, it wasn't bad, actually. Isn't so. What a, what, a story. Knows. what a story Kurt Warner had. I actually didn't realize some of it, so it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give out one more one more bet here. Oh, um, here we go. I, I just stumbled across for all the people who are sticking with us here to the end. <laughs> um, uh, it's, I, I have a section on one of my books called The Moneymaker Props. So... <laughs> Saw that and I figured might as well dig in a little bit here. Um, it's basically looks like they just it's like a parlay of props, so it's actually not that exciting. Um, but I'm gonna go with blah, 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 blah. okay. This is this is some good stuff right here. Tyler Higby and Debo Samuel both to have a hundred receiving yards is plus three thousand. What do we think about that? Oh. <laughs> How about this? Cam Akers, uh-huh. first TD, Mitchell, last TD, plus 4,000. I don't hate that one. Feels like it's not going to get there. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's, that's not that good of an odd. Yeah, these aren't that great. They're, they're, they're not that great. All right. I'll still give one out, though. Uh, what the fuck is minus 255? Each team to score two, two touchdowns. <laughs> um, all right, final. We'll we'll log off with this. I'm giving this out. Clip this. Acres and Mitchell to both have 100 plus receiving yards plus 700. <laughs> Not receiving, rushing, rushing. That's oh, receiving. I was gonna say I know <laughs> plus 700. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yep, that's the play. Acres and Mitchell both to get 100 plus. Okay, I don't hate that either. All right, clip that. Clip that for when it hits. All right. And then um, two or more three-point field goals made in the first three minutes of the Warriors-Timberwolves tonight. Boosted to do a plus 100, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I can get down with that. Um, I don't even know what we should bad. do is we should start, like, we should just record, like, us saying all crazy, like, bets, and then just clip it and post, like, whatever, if one of them hits. Dude, we should totally do it with like first touchdown score. So we'll just do we'll do yeah, every player, every one, and then we'll just, oh my god! Oh, all right, all right. For the Super Bowl, we're doing that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Perfect. 
and we're betting we're betting heads tails what tails tails never fails yeah what i'm sorry oh wait usually right. has you right i don't I still have covid those. covid brain <laughs> all right all right so uh yep look for the picks thanks for listening everybody and uh let's go make some money